Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Today, our guest again is T.S. Wright, Scott Wright. He's back to discuss what we're seeing right now and how it all relates to what the Bible says will be happening in the last days, just before Jesus returns. And we're talking about Israel and everything going on over there. And what's especially concerning to me is how the entire world is now coming against Israel right now when all they're doing is reacting to this unprovoked barbaric attack on innocent civilians and the united nations is even trying to impose their authority over israel's sovereignty and in case you haven't read your bible this is the exact scenario depicted in the book of the revelation that will take place in the end times and it's starting to happen now if there was ever any doubt that we are living in the last of the last days what we see happening right now should prove it Amen. And I want to get right into our discussion today. So help me welcome back to the program, our good friend, Scott Wright. Scott, thanks for coming back on again, buddy. Appreciate it. Bob, hey, looking forward to another fun discussion. And uh, hey, just love being back on the show. Amen. Now, there's almost daily updates that we could do on oh, what yeah. we see happening right now. And unfortunately, there's this lag time between the recording and when we actually get published. But Putting that aside, let's go ahead and jump into the current events as we see them today as they're happening. You know, more and more nations are now preparing to enter this situation. The United States trying to put together this coalition that deals with the, the shipping area, you know, the international shipping in the Red Sea area, and because the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels, they're the main cause of all this. And What do you see happening right now? What, what do you think is about to happen? Well... Eventually, this is going to come to a head because when you start messing with people with that level of money, they're going to demand action. They're mm -hmm. they're going to want something done about this because stopping these oil giants from shipping their oil is to them paramount to an all-out declaration of war. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do, and that's that's the way they'll see it. Um, They'll try to avoid it as much as possible, but if nothing changes, then it's going to force somebody's hand here. What I'm curious about is to what level that's going to happen. We're, we'll see something here. What level that is? <laughs> that's the that's the mm -hmm. guessing game. Yeah. You know, we've. I'm just. I guess here's here's what I'm really baffled by. I am baffled by the lack of interaction or, or just the lack of action from our president. Mm -hmm. Amen. I am. I mean, I get that. And he's, he's stood and supported Israel and certainly has done publicly and, and certain obviously continue to give aid and, and all the things that we give that the United States gives. So that part, I'm not, you know, I'm not condemning for that. I just, I just don't feel like he's doing enough in these other side kind of sideshows, if you yeah. will, that are going on to contain the situation. And then yeah. just the lack of structure to what's going on in the Ukraine impacts us. Yeah. It really yeah. does. And, yeah. and, you know, and they're, you know, he, he wants to deal with all this and, and wants to stop the spreading of anti-Semitism and, 
and all these things and wants to prevent any attacks here in the United States, but yet completely ignores the southern border, which I know I didn't have in my notes, but it's just a thought that just keeps coming to me. It's like, you know, there's you've got to fight this on all fronts. Exactly. And he's not doing that. He's just he's just playing politics as always. That's all it is. Yeah. It's all he does. I can I can almost say with 100 percent certainty. That if it, if we would have had any other president other than the one in office now, there would have been retaliatory airstrikes taking out those bases that are launching these attacks from the Hooties. Oh yes. But with this administration, you know they don't want to get involved in it. You know? No, I mean because Iran. Remember, he gave Iran back all that money and then tried taking it back again. You know yes. later on, but you know I mean. It, you know, we, we see news reports that, you know, China has something on them and Iran is a good friend of China right now. <laughs> you know? yeah. so, I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, what it is or not, but, but there's something that's stopping him from doing what every other president would have done. You know, I even see some reports now that the cargo shipping company, I mean, we're not just talking about oil. We're talking yeah. about cargo, right? Yep. They're going all the way around the Cape of Good Hope and the Horn of Africa and then back up to go into the Mediterranean Sea. I mean, this is yeah. going to affect supply and demand pricing from around the world. In many ways, yes. Yeah, It'll be a is, lot, and it won't just be oil. It'll be a lot of other things. That's what I'm saying. It's not, I'm just, not just oil. And I'm just baffled, I guess, and, and you're right. I mean, any, I mean, the real sign was the fact that Russia felt, felt like they could attack Ukraine. They yeah. felt like they could get away with it. And it wasn't until this president was in office. And I just, right. I'm just baffled by all this. And it's, you know, I mean, by nature, I'm actually an independent. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. So mm-hmm. as far as just my political affiliation, yep. I sort of stand in that middle ground, I guess, if you will, that nobody, <laughs> nobody ever does. Um, I just sort of like to see what the candidates are. But in this particular case, this is just, it's just, it's just complete negligence on his part doing what needs to be done because if we, if we would not allow these attacks to happen, this would, this is going to escalate into other things, but at some point this is going to have to be dealt with the other. And I, and again, I just keep coming back to our Southern border. We cannot have unfettered access to our Southern border. I, I think that's, I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everybody is saying that there's people who have immigrated here and went through the process of naturalization are saying it's crazy. It's not yeah. even, we're not even talking about people who are natural born citizens that are saying this. It, it is, you cannot have unfettered access. So, and that's exactly what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just kind of baffled by the whole thing. It just that that somebody's that inept to not stand up and do what it is. And and it makes yeah. me question things of what's really happening here. Well, that goes to what we see with this, you know, humanitarian crisis and calls for Israel to stop, you know, in the name of humanitarianism, you know, and that's not how wars operate. No, okay? there's condemnation of Israel because of this. And I guess everybody forgets the millions of people that died in World War II that were caught in the middle as well. Unfortunately, yes. that is usually what brings a warring power to the negotiation table. Yes. Their, their people are dying. They're tired of it. 
and there's a more or less an uprising from within that the people are saying, we have enough of this, you know, and that's just the way it is. I mean, the people have enough of it. They will rise up from within and fight back just like they did the Mussolini in Italy. Yes. I mean, you know, they said, Hey, that's it. We're done. Let's go get this guy and this will be over, you know? And, you know, now we see these protests against Israel and, and all that spreading across the United States. You know, we also see the massive invasions you mentioned on our southern border. I mean, even the FBI came out the other day and said, we're on the verge of something even worse than September 11th, 2001. The attacks are going to come from within. They expect it. And it's due to the number of terrorists that are able to infiltrate through the southern border that this administration, again, has refused to secure. I mean, they said that something along the lines of more people have come into the United States illegally in this administration than the population of Pittsburgh. (laughs) I mean, that's on, you know, you just, that's in one month, I think it was. I mean, Mm. major cities could be filled with these people and they don't know who they are, you know, and they're the FBI said there, we know they're these are the ones we know about. And we know there's even more that got away that we don't know who they are. And, you know, the, the FBI said that a lot of these are going to be terrorists and they're out for revenge on the United States for supporting Israel in their war. And, and I believe, unfortunately, that the hedge of protection that God had in place around this nation has now been removed. And I said that when 9-11 happened, I said, God, lowered that hedge of protection just for a second to get our attention. And then it went back up again. But now I think it's been removed and we can see it happening, which means God is going to allow this type of attack to occur from within our land. Why? Look at society. We as a nation have turned against him. We're so depraved as a nation right now, we can't define the difference between a man and a woman anymore on an official level. You know, I mean, God was upset with Israel falling into idolatry. What do you think is going to happen to us today? And I, I believe it was Billy Graham who said something to the effect of, if God doesn't punish the United States for what we're doing right now, he has to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. It was. That's exactly who said it. Yep. And that's a sad state of affairs for this nation. But I believe, just like with 9-11, we will not see an attack on the weakness of this nation until a different administration takes over. Just like, you know, uh, George Bush II took over, right? And then 9-11 happened. Yep. I think once this administration is out, I don't think, I don't see them winning the election. Whoever the new president is going to be, it's going to happen on their watch. And uh, and then it'll get blamed on the Republicans, of course, or if that's who wins. But it'll be, be blamed on the new guy. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's that's going to make that new administration look bad because they're going to be the, – the, the news is going to say they allowed it to happen, which in reality isn't true. It's the fault of this administration. Yes. The liberal anti-American administration that's making it happen. Hey, man, I, I, you, 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 you poked the, the, the fire and got the embers <laughs> burning, brother. But uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, that, I just want to say what I see happening. Praise God, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, we got some other things going on in Israel. You know, did you see 
unfortunately the the hostages that were uh shot in uh you know by friendly fire yes uh, you know, that's that's tragic um, that is very tragic and unfortunately as we said war is hell it is and the turmoil sometimes has tragic consequences i mean that's just the way it is in the you know the part of and and again you know you were talking about our southern border i mean in some ways allowing gaza to become what it has become mm-hmm. has caused that you know allowing yeah. hamas to build up their basically their support in gaza and all the palestinians that were living there were supporting them they were allowing that yeah they elected you know, and and that's allowed this to happen and so now here we go we're in a we're in scenarios where there's going to be there's there's going to be some very tragic stories come out of this as a result and this is one of them for sure i don't i don't know what else to say other than this is that first of all the original intent of gaza was never to allow a terrorist groups to gain access but they did and and so i kind of want here's what i wonder i just wonder what this is going to look like when this is all done mm-hmm. you know are they going to allow the palestinians to move back in of course there's nothing to much to move into anymore it's i mean that is a complete war zone that's been completely destroyed it, it's i mean i've seen you you've seen everybody's seen the pictures you're not moving back in there immediately that's just, it's not going to happen. I mean, they're now filling the tunnels with water to get the terrorists out of the tunnels. Um, and they're trying to do it. You know, they don't want to use fire because that can kill hostages. It could be down there. But water at least gives them a chance to get out of the tunnels. And so they're using some different methods. I saw that. Um, you've got, you still got more hostages that are still there. You've got lots just a tremendous amount of people facing starvation. You've got more protests growing here in the United States. However, there is now mounting pressure on these Palestinian support groups here in the United States that are spreading anti-Semitism. We're starting to see some lashback against them finally. This yeah. should have been already done. Yeah. And you know, you saw the the president from the University of Penn, she was let go. Harvard hasn't. Mm-hmm. And that is just wrong but you know this whole this whole thing has just created such a chaotic feel feel uh kind of an incredible environment i guess chaotic environment with all the with with just all the different scenarios that this has created and but my question keeps coming back what is going to happen to gaza when this is done yeah you know what what is that going to turn into are they just going to shut it off are they going to rebuild Who's going to be allowed in there? Mm-hmm. What's that going to be, you know, what's that going to be attached to? So, you know, it's a, obviously it's a humanitarian crisis, but once it's over with, whoever's left there is going to be probably, they're probably going to have to flee because it's not going to be livable. And we'll, I just kind of wonder what that's going to look like when it's finished. That's, that's kind of the question I keep asking. And, what's, and- what you know, is the yeah, game going to look like here? If you look at the pictures of Berlin after World War II, oh yeah, I mean it's the same situation, and and they they did rebuild. It took years, yeah. you know, of course, but it was rebuilt. But you know the United States is also 
have the has the history behind it that you know we go in kick their butt okay now we'll help you rebuild yes <laughs> exactly so i have a feeling that there'll be money coming in there from this uh you know but at the same time israel's already said we're not gonna you know gaza will be no more it's, it's yes. not gonna happen right yeah. well that's what they say right now i think we see the preamble if you want to call it that of the uh seven-year peace treaty uh where you know we talked before about the uh, saudi arabia and uh uh dubai you know that area you know, yep. that uh that's where some money is you know and you know they're of the same like-minded persuasion i guess you'd say uh the muslims so they will help to rebuild and that'll be part of the deal, I think. And, you know, then Israel say, well, if you're going to do that, you know, we want our temple. <laughs> you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm summarizing it real quick because we're about out of time. But, yes. uh, you know, I, I have a feeling that the negotiations for what happens now, once this war is over, is going to include what we see and have been talking about uh, frequently about what does the Bible say will happen? And, yes. Uh, and, and that's, you know. We know at some point, whether it's yeah. here or in the future, we know it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, but but there is definitely a potential scenario where it, at least in part, it could start lining up as a result yep. of it. Yep. Now, and we've, we've talked before, though, about, you know, the, the, big, the big elephant in the room is Saudi Arabia. Yes, you know? of course. And, you know, we talked about, you know, what they're doing in Dubai and all that, making that, you know, the jewel of, of that area. And, and, you know, so the money is there. To yes, it is definitely there. And, you know, the United States is out of money. You know, that's why we print money that, you know, monopoly money. Yep. And, uh, they're, you know, so they have to have the influence and, and Israel doesn't want it there. So if it's going to be there, What's the negotiation? What's in it for Israel? And I think that's what we're going to see coming down the tubes once this is all done. So. I would, I would, I would bet there'll be some type of laws or things that it. I mean, it could turn into something like Dubai. It's yeah. it's got to be more international than what it has been. It can't just be one group living there, right? I yeah. I think that will be the deal. Is yeah. that. United Nations. I think you and I have even spoken on this before. I just and I said it's going to be like you know, like a Mexico City or a New York City or something where it's extremely international. Yeah. And you know, or going to Paris or London, you know, even though there's the locals and there's mm -hmm. the French people that live there in Paris, there's also a very international flavor to it, mm -hmm. yeah. and that will be the same, I think, here because they're not going. I'm going to say this: uh, Israel's not going to allow any more terrorism terrorist groups to implant themselves and they're not going to give they're not going to let one group dominate the area right to right. be able to support that yep. so yep. here's here's going to be the interesting part of that iran because something's going to have to be done there yeah Iran is going to have to face the music here. Where there's somebody's going to have to make them, you know, face the firing squad. 
how is that going to happen? Because that is going to be a part of this. Yeah. Amen. That's the other question I have. What, how is Iran's got to be held accountable because they've done this. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they've, and they, they have put not just Iran and Israel, but they have put a lot of different countries in danger. You know, back during when world war one started, this is the type of stuff that was going on and nothing was done about it. And that's why it escalated to what it did. And of course, then, you know, the Archduke and his wife are killed. And that sets off a 37 day political extravaganza behind the scenes that leads to the biggest global war in, in that in to, up to that moment. So, you know, what, what kind of, there's got to be something that's done here to Iran when this is finished. And that's to me needs to be the international community doing it. Like they don't, they've got to put something on Iran to force them to their knees so that they, this can't happen anymore. Yep. You know, obviously Biden won't, he won't completely yeah. cut off the money. Yeah. And he needs to do what needs to happen is, is they need to put the country under siege and yeah. force them, force the Ayatollah to surrender himself and force them into a new government. Yeah. And, and not, and it's not a request. Right. And or you're not going to get anything in or out. There's really only, you know, and I'm not prophesying anything here, but to have a president with the type of attitude to do that, you know who we're thinking of. <laughs> like that, yeah, you know? I, mean, I mean, he's got the mentality that he'd do it. Right. But, uh, so, but I'm not prophesying that. We'll we'll see how all that plays out. Yeah, but there's no way to uh, know that right now. But at the same time, we also know it's got to be an international coalition because the yes. Bible says so. And uh, so that could be where the United Nations steps in. Like you said, they make it like an international city. Yes. Uh, where you know we have the UN running it. Uh, that's got its good points and bad points too. But uh, it does. I. Uh... But the United States can't be the lone wolf here. Right. Yep. Amen. Amen. Well, we're about out of time for today, man. Praise God. How, how can someone get in touch with you if they have a question or want more information? Well, they can certainly email me at gccgodcenteredconcept2038 at gmail.com. That's the best way to get a hold of me. Amen. And we talked about what that 2038 means. Yes. <laughs> there is. And that goes right in hand in hand with what we're talking about today. Absolutely. <laughs> it does. And you know, it, it's it's funny that we're we're seeing all this stuff happen. Yeah. But do you realize that we're 14 years away? Mm -hmm. We're 14 years away from 2038 and just a few few days shy of that. And you know, God tends to act in sevens. Mm -hmm. So what is this next seven years? And then what is that next seven years? It, yeah. You kind of wonder, like, we keep talking about a great harvest. And I kind of wonder if we don't, if that's not coming here. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, then we it's see glory. The, the total degradation yeah. of society. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I just, I keep wondering about that. I've, I've, I've been praying about that and just kind of, putting pencil to paper and looking at evidence and what is yeah. that? What is that? You know, what is that going to look like? So obviously only God knows perfectly. Yeah. And we yeah. know that he's Man, the only one that's yeah. got the, the full complete answer, but we in our, in our hearts need to know that there's a clock ticking and that reaching people for Christ 
is always been imminent, but it is even more imminent now knowing that the end is coming. Yep. Amen. And uh, folks, Scott's not the only one who's prophesying that time frame. I mean, I've interviewed several people. If you listen to the, these interviews over the past two years and they're ranging in time from 2030 to 2045 right in there. And 2038 falls right in the middle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, there you go. Right. But, uh, all I can say is, come Lord Jesus. Amen. And that's, that's, that's what the Bible says, just come Lord Jesus. Because this world will not survive until he does. Because it'll, it'll be obliterated. This world will be on the verge of obliteration. And when Jesus says, okay, that's all the time they got. You know, Bob, I want to say one thing here that I think is important for people to know. We've people have tried every type of government in history. None of them work. And you know why they don't work? Because God is not at the, at the helm yep. because it's people. Even, even when people are trying to be influenced to God, to be at the helm, it just never works. Mm -hmm. We need Jesus at the helm. He's the only one that can make the wrong, right? Yep. Period. He is the only one that can make the wrong, right? He's the only one that can be, that is fit to be King. Exactly. I think we have proven exactly. throughout yeah. history that no man or woman is fit to be a president, a king, a ruler in any way, a dictator in any way, shape, or form. Only Jesus is. Amen. He's it. He's the Amen. only one. Yep. Amen. Praise God. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Drop down the show notes. Click the links right there. Get in touch with Scott Wright. Order his book, God Serve Concept Journal. It's a blessing. It is a blessing, and you need to study this. Praise God. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Scott Wright and myself, Pastor Bob, reminded to be blessed in all that you do.